You're listening to community-supported Acaville Radio, streaming acapella around the clock at acaville.org. Acaville, where every instrument is portable. At the top of the hour this hour, Boston Beat. Recently, we launched a new show here at Acaville, Boston Beat. One full hour each week immersed in the acapella scene of Boston, Massachusetts. There are probably more acapella groups per square mile in Boston than any place else. So hosts Eileen O'Hara and Rusty Epstein have tons to choose from when finding the best each week to share. Catch recordings, live performances, concerts, interviews, and more all on Boston Beat. You can hear the show every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, and again on rebroadcast Saturdays at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Pacific, only here at Ockerville. Hello, Acaville fans. Welcome to Tacapella. I'm your host, John Lampus, on Acaville Radio's weekly talk show. Today, I'm joined by Christina Good, who is a member of the No Tones at UVA. Christina, thanks for coming on the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Christina, can you just tell listeners and myself just a little bit about what your group is about? Because when I heard about it, I was like, I was really confused and really interested. So please give us the information dump. Tell us what your group is all about. And yourself, Um, too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm a fourth year student at UVA which is our version of senior student or like the senior year. Um, But this group actually got started my first year, the spring semester of my first year by a couple of fourth years at the time who really loved to sing, weren't very good at it, um, had a lot of friends in acapella groups. The UVA acapella culture is huge and kind of just decided to end their fourth year with a bang and create this acapella group. Um, for essentially the musically challenged. Um, so they held auditions, which catered to so many more people than they anticipated. I'm pretty sure like 120 people ended up trying out that first semester. Um, so they had to make like legitimate cuts, um, based on just like how comfortable you were and just how happy you were to be there and like your ability of singing. And like, Mm -hmm. hopefully it wasn't too good just because the, whole point of the group is to not necessarily be great at singing. So it's been going on for four years and somehow we've managed to make our way into the UVA acapella culture and have like concerts of our own and performances of our own, which end up being really fun. So the point of the group is that people join who are not gifted at singing. Is that correct? Correct. (laughs) But do you have, do you have anyone in the group who's like, do you have like a musical director or anything like that? Or how does, how does a, Like, what's the makeup of the group, essentially? So, although we don't necessarily, like, judge people based on, like, their pure singing talent, we end up, if they have a really funny audition or something and really think that they'll fit the group well, they might have a secret, beautiful voice that (laughs) ends up coming out in practice or something. Um, There's one girl, actually, in our group, her name's Jill, that we use a lot just to kind of um, use a, like oxymoronic like toned for our group because we'll have her sing like a solo piece and then someone will come right after her and sing terribly um so we don't have a musical director in any sense it's kind of just anyone who throws out a song that they wants to sing that they want to sing um and then we 
listen to essentially the instrumental and try to copy it with our voices as best we can. We don't really have the ear for it, but, um, and then most of our songs are mashups. So kind of combining the two. Yeah. So this is incredibly interesting to me because, you know, I think a lot of collegiate acapella can be very intense and it can be a lot for some people and maybe it's, that's not always the most appealing. So it sounds like, uh, your group is meant to just kind of do acapella for fun and to have a good time mm-hmm. doing that rather than kind of pursue some like intense technical perfection within acapella singing. Would that be correct? Most definitely. And also just, I think with college atmospheres in general, everyone's just really pressured to get involved with things and mm-hmm. get involved with things that are either resume boosters or will look good for job applications later on. But this was really a way to give anyone who really loved singing a chance to just one sing, sing with a group of people. And then if they really want to do to perform in front of a bunch of people as well. Yeah. Cause I think, um, at a lot of universities and high schools, there's always like choirs for, you know, just people, you don't have to audition, you just come in and you do it. Uh, but I've never really heard of an acapella group that does this sort of thing. So I guess I'm just kind of wondering, like, when you're running a rehearsal or when you're planning out the year, what's, what's your long-term goal? Like what is, what's the goal of the group, the feeling you want to impart to your members? I know when I'm setting up stuff with my group, we're like, okay, we want to hit these performances. We want to apply for this, this, and this. And I guess I'm just wondering like, what's, what's the kind of culture and what's the, the uh, mantra for a group like that? Mm-hmm. Um, so at UVA, there are two large acapella performances one is rotunda sing where all the acapella groups sing in front of our rotunda which is just a big beautiful building mm-hmm. um on campus and all the acapella groups are formed it's within the first week of school so all the first year students are there and there's probably a couple thousand people so getting invited back to that every year is great and then oh, in they the- do invitation like so some groups don't get invited is that is that how it works it's rare when you don't get invited um i think They've been inviting more people each year. They actually reached out to um, high school students last year, but there's a chance that we wouldn't get invited back again um, just based on maybe like time limits or something or if too many acapella groups end up wanting to do it or if like the the acapella group community grows. Um, So hopefully just to be invited back to that as many times. And then uh, so like what's what's your kind of goal for – leading the, or uh, or just being in this group what's the goal that you want your members to like have and internalize and what's what's the kind of feeling of the whole thing what's the culture mm-hmm. so it's kind of ironic because the way the group has been progressing um has become a lot more serious than what the kind of founders of the group intended because it was very much just a group of people hanging out really liking to sing happened to have like a concert at the end of the year at one of the bars that um, a bunch of us go to and had like a pretty good showing of people there. Um, And then the following year, so the second semester after it got started, we got invited to this rotunda thing in front of a couple thousand people. Um, So we've been growing and like just the name of us has been growing, which is great. But we're also trying to make sure to keep the casual culture of it because it's not supposed to be one of those things, again, at UVA that's really competitive, that's Mm -hmm. really stressful. It's supposed to be a very carefree environment um, and really something that just like everyone has fun at. So that's that's definitely the culture of the whole group. I think that's really admirable uh, because – I, like I said, I don't think I've ever heard of something like that existing. And uh, as I said on the show like 
a billion times before, acapella is really a lot of people first get into it in college. And for a lot of people, it's part of the college experience. And maybe not everyone gets a chance to do that. And maybe mm-hmm. not everyone, maybe they just want the experience rather than like, you know, sitting in rehearsal for a couple of hours every week and really drilling notes. I like that. That's just me. But I think it's really cool that people who maybe aren't as into that side, the more technical, like deep rehearsal process still get to have this experience. It feels more like a group focused on just what I've heard, um, more on the experience that you guys all share and the fun you have rather than necessarily performing, if I if that sounds right. That's definitely the way that we view it, at least. And that comes out a ton in tryouts or the people that come to our tryouts because we do have to hold them um, just because <laughs> we can't have 70 people in our group plus. How, how but, big is um, the group? So technically we have like 30 members, but we only have about like 15 active members that will oh. like come to every practices because it's practices are only once a week um, mm-hmm. versus a couple hours, a couple times a week. So if you can't make that hour, it's kind of hard to commit to it that semester yeah. or something. Um, so right now we have about 15 active members, which is perfect. Um, too many voices that aren't that good would be. <laughs> Mm-hmm. quite a lot to handle so in these rehearsals do you like try to make yourself so do you like try musically to make yourself sound good or like what's what's the goal when you sit down with a new song essentially yeah so essentially the goal is to make sure that the audience one recognizes what song that we're singing um especially just with adding our attempts at background music um and then when we think we sound good we're like whoa that just sounded really good, at least to our ears, because none of us are too trained. Um, there's some people that are more trained, not necessarily in singing, but um, in other instruments. But um, it's it's just funny when we do like actually sound good. And other people have mentioned before that the first time they like heard the no tones, they couldn't tell if we were just like a semi bad acapella group or if that we were intentionally bad. So there's sometimes a fine line that we deal with but um would you describe yourself as intentionally bad i don't think intentionally bad but not just that's it's not a part of your like, checklist of, yeah no it's just kind of a product because being a good singer is not one of our qualifications to getting into the group so it's just kind of a product of what the group has been i mean don't get me wrong we do have some terrible singers in group but we also have some really great singers so it's kind of and then very average singers so how you mentioned auditions a little bit i'd love to ask a little bit more about that how does that work does it like what happens if someone comes in who's like a really great singer or Mm -hmm. like how do you because you know I'm thinking about we're holding auditions right now for my group and we're just going through, okay, who do we think fits, who has the best tone, who has the best breath, best breath support and who can harmonize the best. And that's all uh, pretty straightforward. Cause there's like a standard essentially, but it mm-hmm. sounds like if, if your guys' standard isn't like uh, necessarily about musical quality, I'm really interested to hear like how selecting members works essentially, because if you're not going on, you know, because that's not the musicality is not necessarily the goal of your group and it's more about having fun. How do you choose like which people to let in essentially? Mm -hmm. So I can't speak for other schools, but I know at UVA, um, the second round auditions. So like people go through the first round, which is much more technical. And then Mm -hmm. if they get past that, they do a second round, which is much more a 
personality, see if they fit into the group's atmosphere. Um, just because it is really competitive, you can't take again, like 15 people into a group or something. So they kind of give like a test run of like how you fit into the group. Um, so that's essentially what we do almost as our first round, just because we are known for not being good singers one. So you have to like, not necessarily embody that, but like, you're going to be on stage Mm -hmm. in front of thousands of people, people at times and have to be comfortable enough in your own skin to do that. Um, and obviously having a group behind you really helps. But so during our, our auditions, we ask them to just sing a song, um, Mm -hmm. whatever song they want. And then what we really look for is one, if they even like, if they prepared for it at all, like did any dancing or they can come in with a partner and sing, um, if they do any like choreography or like, even if they did a mashup or just something kind of creative on top of their song really helps. Um, and then on top of that, we have an improv section an icebreaker, and then, um, just a couple of few logistic questions. But, um, I, I wouldn't say it's like a complete personality test just because it's more of a comfort test and how much you are in your own skin. Yeah. But at the same point, we, there are a lot of kids that we've, brought into, um, no tones that weren't necessarily super comfortable, but we could have, we like saw in them that they could really blossom through no tones. Mm-hmm. Um, which I've seen a handful of that, of those happen, which has been really great. So it's really hard and it's kind of, it's a whole group decision. Um, and we, ha- we actually spent a lot of time on it despite being kind of a joke acapella group, but, um, yeah, it's it's a it's a really fun process. It's fun to watch the auditions and all the songs and improv and stuff. Yeah, I can imagine that's a very unique process to watch, and I that's it's incredibly interesting. So, were you one of the founding members of the No Tones? So I was really good friends with one of the founding members. Okay. Um, so, but so I got in it my first year. Second, so it started second semester. Second semester. So gotcha. I got in it my first year. Um, yeah, so I've been in with it through the program and it's been really fun to watch it develop into what it has. What was it like closer to the beginning, essentially? What is it, where is it, where did it start and what does it come to now, would you say? Um, so I don't know how kosher this is to say on the radio, but it was kind of more of like a drinking, <laughs> not necessarily drinking society, but because it was started by fourth years and their second semester, they were they all had jobs and they just took it really casually. So there'd be beer at practice and, oh, wow. um, everyone was just like happy and singing. We still did like mashups and stuff and tried to make sure we had like background music, but mm-hmm. we probably produced by the end of the semester, maybe two songs at max, um, just because we were all just talking during practice or hanging out. Um, and then by the end of it, it was just much more a bonding experience mm-hmm. the first semester it started. And then the second semester. So, um, in the fall of the following year, we happened to get invited because we have really involved people in no tones, like mm-hmm. involved with other UVA, um, clubs. So somehow we got invited to Rotunda sing. And from there, I think that kind of like started us being yeah. more serious. So we had to actually create a song that, an audience would at least listen yeah. to for a little bit. So, okay. And that's what would you say you guys are like right now is similar. You're actually working on songs or like, is I'm, I'm curious what, like 
the the goal of like learning a song is and like putting it out there what's what do you want the audience to feel what do you want your performers to feel what's the like end goal essentially of a performance for the no tones generally it's just to make anyone who's listening feel comfortable about singing themselves like whenever we perform uh, most of the time we have microphones but we encourage everyone that's how we introduce ourselves encouraging everyone to sing along with us if they want um during one of our performances um which is at the end of the year we have a concert every year we have um during intermission what we call intermission um we have guests from the audience come up and um sing a song if they want to so it's really just trying to engage everyone in the singing community just because it is a pretty exclusive community at UVA and just kind of, I think, acapella in general, because you're either born with a gift or not. So it's just nice to include the people that are not. Gotcha. And like, what made you choose No Tones? And if you don't mind me asking, are you like, would you consider yourself a quality singer? Um, absolutely not. So I, <laughs> because I was really good friends with um, one of the, starting members um she came up to me one day and was like hey I have this great idea for um a club on you or like at UVA it's um I want we want it to be called the no tones you should totally try out for it it's a singing group for like the musically challenged and I had loved I've loved singing since I was like four um I did show choir when I was in fourth and fifth grade because they <laughs> took everybody um I did plays up until like eighth grade and then kind of stopped from there but once I got to college so four years later I wanted to do something like that again and had thought about doing like plays and stuff but it's a huge time commitment and again you have to be multi yeah you have to be multi-faceted too which um since I don't have singing not too multi-faceted but um (laughs) but this was such a great opportunity and I am so happy I did it and don't regret it one bit that's great. And so I guess I'm wondering, just to kind of get a better context, what is the acapella community like at UVA? Um, so there's probably like 20 groups on grounds. Wow. Um, yeah, there's a good amount of groups and they all have their kind of um, feel. So there's like a remix group, there's a hip hop group, there's a Broadway group, and then there's kind Whoa. of a core eight or so acapella groups that um I don't I hate using the word hierarchy because it just it might be belittles some other things but yeah it, there's some hierarchy in the acapella community just based on like one how good you can sing um and so it kind of is a cutthroat process with applying uh, or with interviewing and or auditioning. There we go. <laughs> um, with auditioning and my roommate, my first year actually had auditioned for a couple, she has a beautiful voice, but she auditioned for the top four all me female acapella, gr- uh, groups and got callbacks, all of them, but did not get into any of them. So, um, I just saw like firsthand, like how competitive they all were. Yeah. Um, which, is great because all the, all the groups are really, really good. Um, I know one of our groups, the hullaba who's was actually on pitch perfect. Yep. Um, and then a couple of our other groups like the silhouettes, um, Virginia silhouettes are, have been nominated for countless awards. Um, I think they're the leading UVA group with the most amount of awards. Um, and I just have a lot of friends in the acapella community. So I like kind of see it 
from that point. Um, yeah. But it's a lot of time, a lot of effort, and definitely a big commitment at UVA. Yeah. So kind of understanding that context, what was it like when uh, No Tones kind of came on the scene? And how do you think that's like <laughs> shaped the culture? Because when I started my group in my undergrad, like there were only three other groups and we were a fourth. And it was like kind of like this weird uh, paradigm shift and this weird kind of change in the dynamic. And there was drama and fun stuff with all that. So I'm just curious having a group that's (laughs) really like kind of almost opposite in their mission uh, for the reason for being like come into this very competitive community. I'm wondering what would that, what Mm -hmm. was that like? Um, so I guess it's kind of an ongoing process, if you want to say, um, because uh, the nature of UVA's acapella community is really cutthroat um, and just competitive. Some groups didn't take it as well um, when we first got onto the scene, especially when we got invited to Rotunda to sing, which is just a huge event. So they kind of took it more personally than we had ever anticipated, um, because I think what they see is that we're making fun of acapella, which is absolutely not the case. And all Mm. of us in no tones appreciate acapella beyond belief and wish we could have that skill. Uh, We just naturally don't. So somehow we've squeezed our way into the acapella community, but then there are some groups that um, really have supported us, especially because each group has their personality. Um, The ones that are more like comedic and funny really appreciate us and have um, completely integrated us into the community. But um, we do have an acapella council at UVA. So it's all cool. (laughs) Yeah. So it's all the acapella groups that I think have been established for more than 10 years or so. Wow. Um, Yeah. So acapella community is really old at UVA, but they have with acapella council, they have acapella ball, which is just a, (laughs) dance at the end of the year we um, that. yeah and so because the no tones are new and we will probably never be invited into acapella council um we cannot go to acapella ball but we had our own acapella ball last year and huh. invited um all the groups if they wanted to come um so some of them up? came we had a, we had a pretty good show up we actually did it at a like a nice restaurant we did it at a bar which had karaoke there um you go which was really fun. So we called it Aka counter ball <laughs> just because we're apparently counter acapella, but we're not at all, but just really to include ourselves into the Aka ball, even though we weren't really invited. That's incredibly interesting. I want to dive more into this right after our break. We're going to take a second and listen to uh, Drops of Jupiter performed here by Capital Green. And again, we're talking to Christina Good today from the UVA No Tones. And we're going to be right back here on Tacapella. She's back in the atmosphere With drops of Jupiter in her hair She acts like summer and walks like rain Reminds me that there is time to change Since her return from a stay on the moon She listens like spring and she talks like June 
So while she does top up, reminds me that there is room to grow. That she's back in the atmosphere. I'm afraid that she might think of me as a plain old Jane. Told the story about a man who was too afraid to fly, so we never did leave. But Terry, did the wind sweep you up your feet? Supported Acaville Radio, streaming acapella around the clock at acaville.org. Acaville, giving listeners worldwide something to sing about. Welcome back to Acapella. Ooh, that was a good one, dude. Uh, so <laughs> I'm wondering, just a li- just man, I'm really like interested in your group, Hardcore, because this is so new to me. Completely, like I'm on the 
totally opposite side of the spectrum and all this. And it's so interesting to hear and see and understand your group's culture. And just for everyone who's just listening, we're talking with Christina Good today about her group, The No Tones, which is an acapella group more focused like on comedy and is a group for the untalented singers or people who think they're not as talented. So, um, Christina, just having heard more and more about your group, I guess I'm wondering, like, it seems like almost the no tones are more akin to like a comedy club rather than an acapella group, essentially. Would that be correct? Definitely. I think we have to kind of compensate with comedy because our talent is not there in singing. So we have to compensate a little bit okay and it's like it seems like the goal is to entertain the audience because i've been to acapella shows like where the group's really good but i'm not that entertained for whatever reason but it seems like your guys's goal and i think this is really interesting compared to other acapella groups your goal is to always make sure the audience and yourselves are having a good time and i think that's really noble and I know I've been I've done acapella performances where I'm not having a good time. I know I've been in acapella performances where I'm having a good time. The audience isn't having a good time for whatever reasons. And it seems to me like you guys kind of cut through all that and just go to, okay, we're here to entertain. And that's more important than like this kind of um, concept of performing. You're you're entertaining through your comedy and through your presence rather than uh, impressing them, if that that sounds right. Exactly. And it's very much focused on the audience to make sure the audience is having as good of a time watching us as we are performing for them. So we do a lot of like engaging stuff again, um, just like having random people sing on stage with us if they want to, or just like random audience members. Yeah. Whoever wants to sing, we, um, offer it up. We generally have, um, we use because Pitch Perfect is a classic acapella example, um, <laughs> we use the sing-off, um, so the riff-off. Yeah, um, yeah. And we have a couple audience members come up, and then they do it themselves, um, which so ends up being really fun. you guys do a on stage? Exactly. So this isn't during any one of the big events, but it's during our concert at the end of the year that we probably have 100 people come to. Um, most of them are friends, but they'll come up and – they'll they themselves will have a riff off so it's not even us but it's just to make sure that they're kind of engaged in it and can appreciate it as well yeah and so i guess just kind of going off that i'm curious like what else you guys do to entertain or to accentuate like comedy and stuff just besides like maybe not performing super well is there other like are there other like shticks or things or themes you do or anything like that to put on because it seems more like i'd imagine like you put on when you're doing a show, it seems more like if you guys have a performance, it's more of a show rather than a concert. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I think that comes out with the themes of our concert. Like a couple of years ago, our, the theme was we had a lot of Les Mis songs that all of us really liked. So the concert was called lay actually miserable. (laughs) Um, so we did like probably six Les Mis songs intertwined with a bunch of normal, today songs um so that was really fun and the audience really appreciated it and it just kind of got got out our love for um broadway and les mis in general Uh um and then we've had a couple others one where we do mashups of all the same titled songs Mm -hmm. um and then always during our concerts again 
to keep the audience engaged, we offer requests or accept requests from audience uh-huh. members. So we recently had a performance um, that one of the audience requested since you've been gone. And uh-huh. my friends were all standing in the front row. And so they were like, Tina, Tina. So I had to <laughs> go ahead and grab the mic on that one. But um, it's very spur of the moment and improv related. And are there like, I'm wondering more like, what is your guys's kind of relation? We've talked about the No Tones relationship in the acapella community and that standing and how that's kind of tricky, but incredibly interesting at the same time. I'm wondering like, you know, we're talking a lot about the audience. What is your relationship uh, like with the campus? What's your place in campus culture, essentially? Um, so a lot of people know us um, just because we do perform at the big events and a lot of either people that do try out or don't try out really just appreciate no tones in general and mm-hmm. always tell like tell me or tell other members they're like oh I wish I did that because I love to sing and they always say I wish I tried out first year and so many things um, and there are a bunch of people too who are really big into like improv or acting um, that don't necessarily make want to make the full commitment of it um, and no tones is again a great way to kind of get that side of it out just because we end up having to do a lot of improv on top of because we have to compensate, um, for something else. So, but I mean, overall, I think it's a pretty positive attitude towards us. Um, at least what I hope around grounds. Yeah. And I'm curious, have any of you like ever, tried to audition for the other groups or maybe make that jump or not even jump, just like make that transition or like, what's the kind of consensus among the group um, about like quote unquote, like musical skill or musical improvement Mm -hmm. in a sense? Yeah. So actually last year, um, so we hold auditions in the fall, um, every year. And so last year we had a guy, um, audition for the no tones. We took him, um, and then found out a week later that he had also gotten accepted to one of the Christian acapella groups on grounds, Mm. which are are very, they're very good. So it was just kind of funny because we didn't really notice him for his voice. We took him because he was a really cool guy and wanted to like get to know him, have him hang out with us. And then he also had a beautiful voice and actually got accepted into the, or the, I guess you could call real acapella community. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he, he still comes by, comes by and um, supports us because he's good friends with some of us on, um, in no tones, but mm-hmm. yeah, he's big into the acapella community now, um, which is just really funny how that happened and how we had crossover with any of the good acapella groups on grounds. Yeah. Talking just a little more broadly now, you know, this kind of your group is again, a really awesome anomaly i would say in at least my my the stuff i've seen in the acapella world so far and i guess i'm just wondering like what your kind of you know you, yes obviously you guys are an, definitely an acapella group no question about that but it's a it's a group with a different intent and i guess i'm wondering what you kind of think of you you have this unique position of being in the acapella community but being a in a very specific part and i guess i'm wondering just kind of your perspective christina on like kind of almost an outsider's perspective on acapella as a whole. Okay. Um, so I appreciate acapella so much more by joining no tones, just because even trying to 
pair one background to the lyrics is hard enough. So I can't even imagine having different like sopranos versus altos and like all those different levels. I can't imagine having to make up a bunch of different background parts. I'm pretty sure the most background we have is about two parts. And then anyone who kind of improvs any Mm -hmm. like shushing in the back or anything that they guys have a beatboxer. Um, we do sometimes. So, um, (laughs) we actually have this really good beatboxer. Her name's Hannah. Um, she, she's quite the, quite the quality beatboxer, but, um, so we attempt to use that sometimes. Sometimes we all are beatboxing. It really depends on the song, but it just gives me a huge appreciation for people with that ability to listen and, um, that just have that talent to put those things together because, we just do it based off like the instrumentals behind mm-hmm. the song versus trying to come up with like our own, like what we what we hear yeah. on our own. Exactly. So um, it's fascinating. And one of my really good friends who is in one of the good acapella groups, she like writes <laughs> her own songs now too. And I can't even imagine doing anything along those lines. Uh-huh. So I, I think that's a really good, this kind of, I feel like almost answers are kind of is a counterpoint to uh, something that came up earlier in the episode. You're talking a lot about, um, you know, maybe some of the other acapella groups saw it as like you making fun of them or something like that. But it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, that it's much more of, it almost seems like, um, I don't know if you guys have like music appreciation classes or anything like that. We have one here at Colorado State where it's just kind of a place for students to kind of interact with music and get a sense of it and learn a little bit about it and like to to like like the title of the class says to appreciate it and to understand it and it sounds like that's kind of what you guys are doing you're giving people the kind of fun just a taste of what acapella is and what it can be and it's not by any means a mocking sort of thing but it seems more like um just not and not praise but just you like you said you gain appreciation you gain respect for this community and what is required of that, but you still get to do essentially your own thing. So I think that, I mean, I think that totally defeats the whole idea of like people being offended or, you know, annoyed that there's a group made for people who aren't necessarily the best singers. Mm-hmm. Cause it's really our just attempt at trying to understand how the ones who do have talent have managed it thus far. So it's kind of, kind of gives us a little glimpse into that. Yeah. And I'm wondering, like you said, you have a pretty solid relationship with some groups on campus. Do you guys ever like do like join concerts or kind of interactions like that? Or because the kind of goals of your group are different, do you kind of not collaborate as much as some of the other groups might? Um, So definitely no collaboration, because honestly, they probably would think it's a waste of their time. (laughs) But we do have um, like mixers and stuff where it's like, two groups um so the whole acapella community does this so it's like two groups a guys and a girls group or even a girls and a girls group or guys and guys will like have a party or hang out um so we've had a couple mixers which has been really fun and actually mm-hmm. makes us feel really integrated into the acapella community um i know a lot of times groups ha- around grounds have other acapella groups come for their intermissions during their concerts so mm, we haven't been yeah. invited to that yet so maybe we're, we're, maybe we're making our way there, but, uh-huh. um, so no, no exactly collaborations right now. Um, but you never know. Hopefully it might be in the future. We'll yeah. see. 
would you guys you guys would be interested in something like that um yeah i think it could also just be a great contradiction just because anyone who would have a beautiful voice would just sound it would one they would sound incredibly (laughs) or incredible compared to us um but it would just be a funny transition which would again just entertain the audience probably beyond belief and i guess the way i'm kind of envisioning this hypothetical um collaboration between groups i think it would make for a really varied performance and yes one it might make the the more uh, musically focused group look better or whatever but i think you get you kind of get a one-two punch you get one a group that is very focused on making music and impressing through music and then you get a comedic side and i think that's you know I love acapella, obviously. I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't, but it it does, you know, maybe you just get a bunch of groups with the same goal, and it's kind of, I think, would be really unique to have kind of two very different approaches to essentially the same art form. One to entertain through, maybe at the expense of themselves sometimes, but more just through audience <laughs> engagement and through comedy, and the other to entertain through impressing and through their musical focus. I think that could be a really great hypothetical performances. And I think that our hypothetical performance, and I think the group said your school should seriously consider that. Well, I am definitely going to have all the group presidents listen to this talk show so that (laughs) you convince them of that, because I would love that personally, especially because this is my last year. But so hopefully they'll listen and Take that into consideration. It's just like, um, to use a weird term, like cross-pollination in a sense. All groups can Mm -hmm. learn something from another group. I watch tons of acapella rehearsals and I steal things and and just like take ideas and put them in my own group. And I think that it's really not dangerous, but I think it's kind of a little elitist and maybe not the most open-minded if you just think, okay, well, they're not a group that's focused necessarily on music. So what do we have to learn from them? And I won't lie, that's kind Mm. of... Before this, I probably would have said something similar because I didn't really realize the kind of benefits that a group like yours can have for not just the members, but for the campus community in terms of like comedy and entertainment and just kind of striking out, I guess, blazing a new trail in a new way in an established art form that, again, can be very elitist and can be very catty and lots of social hierarchy. And I think it's really cool that you guys have gone beyond that in a sense even if it seems like quote-unquote lower quality which I don't think it does it's just different (laughs) well I'm glad you think that and I'm definitely (laughs) going to start proposing that more so than lower quality but yeah I I would definitely think that especially I think more so like our improv stuff too or more so like creating songs of the audience requests I would personally love to see some of the group's do that in like during their intermission or something Mm -hmm. just because they are so talented and probably could come up with something really quick but it's also kind of gives you an insight as an audience member watching like the quality performance like how their songs develop and like how their practices work so it gives you them a little like a side view a little insight a glimpse into the whole process exactly so although ours is not a very structured process it'd be really cool to see um that kind of on stage and i'm sure they would sound incredible so well i was just in class today we were talking about how uh vocalists are usually like the worst at improving, and it's just not something that is really in our it's not part of like the culture as much as it is um instrumentalists and i think there's something really admirable uh, admirable about you guys saying like okay we're gonna do this maybe it's not gonna sound the best but we are actually going to try and create something right here on stage. And I think that's 
a really unique experience that the audience never gets to see essentially like on the riff off on sing off um on pitch perfect i mean like i had never seen that be a thing before i don't necessarily i'm not sure if it actually is a thing in other acapella mm-hmm. communities but like I think it's really cool that you guys have, because you're not necessarily focused on making the most in tune chords or the most like hardcore musical process, you're opening yourself up to a lot of different avenues that makes a much more diverse performance for the audience. I would absolutely agree with that. And I think that just is showed through kind of the development of no tones in general, also starting out as just kind of a hanging out club to actually being a performance. And and then kind of just like developing that way so yeah i think that's really shown and i'm curious uh and maybe your uh founder your friend who founded it might know this better was no tones based off anything have you ever heard of another acapella group that like has this kind of you know not necessarily a musical approach but is more focused on comedy and socializing than music have you ever heard of a group that does that um, no, but we do, we have a Facebook page for our group and kind of did a pretty big outreach the first semester it was founded, but we actually got contacted. I'm pretty sure it was someone, someone, some school in California by the air guitar group that is at their school. And they have an air they, guitar group? They have an air guitar group. So they Facebook messaged us and they were like, we love your group. We're so happy there's a group like this out there because we have a group that's similar. Um, so I don't know if, what their culture is like at wherever the school this was. But yeah, we got reached out to by an air guitar group, which was great. So like that was fun. Like a real air band. Like they just get up there with recordings and pretend to play along, essentially with no instruments. Yeah, I guess that's, I'm assuming, I would imagine it's probably hasn't developed as much as No Tones has at this yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, that's trickier um, to do. Yeah, but they definitely are a established group. Um, so that was just a really great message to receive our first year out there, just because one, knowing that like, although it's great to be like one of the few groups that are out there it's just nice to know that there are other people that are just looking to like enjoy and like appreciate music and also like yeah make everyone else happy so that was yeah, really cool absolutely i'm really curious and anyone who's listening if you know anything about this i'm really interested in finding out if there are other groups like no tones who have this similar kind of approach who are doing something similar to this because again like i said a billion times i've never heard of something like this and i think there's a real desire for this kind of group i know that there are people who just don't want to spend too much time doing music but they still like acapella and even though those two are heavily intertwined like that doesn't mean that you can't enjoy doing one essentially exactly and i think the whole acapella phase too i i really do hate bringing up pitch perfect because it's such a standard (laughs) like movie and i'm sure a bunch of people who are actually very talented in acapella just kind of not necessarily belittles it but it just like it's hard um, for so many people to talk about it, but I think that kind of started the acapella like phenomena of like everyone loving it or not necessarily started, but brought it more into the normal picture. So I'd be, I'd hope everyone could enjoy it more now um, yeah. or like think of it more so firstly than just kind of like singing in the shower or singing in a choir um, or something like that. 
So yeah, there's definitely a lot of things that happened in acapella before Pitch Perfect stuff like Lee and whatnot. But that was mm-hmm. Pitch Perfect was definitely something that kind of brought it again to the forefront in a way that had not been seen before. So I think you're right, and that movie is created uh, besides just being you know widespread by and seen by a lot of people. Um, it's created an appetite for this kind of thing. I know I have friends who like love watching acapella groups and love doing it, but they they don't really care too much about actually being good at it. And I think it's really cool that you guys offer this kind of opportunity before we um, go to a break. I'm curious, did you guys have any other like outreach from any other kinds of groups, any other air bands or like uh, comments or reception from anywhere else outside of UVA? Um, No, but we have had high schoolers that are coming into UVA talk about before they even come into UVA, they're like, I want to try out for the no tones. And we had no idea we were even uh, in their radar. The thought. Yeah, exactly. On their radar of high school students. Um, So that's just been funny hearing those type of comments um, and just people around grounds, I guess that want to join. Absolutely. So we're going to take one more break and we're going to listen to uh, Stuck in the Middle sing Collide. We're going to take a quick listen to that and then we're going to be right back here on Tacapella and wrap up our fun conversation talking about humor in acapella and the no tones. Dawn is breaking A light shining through Your belly waking And I'm tangled up in you Cause even the best fall down sometimes Even the wrong words seem to rhyme Out of the doubt that fills my mind I somehow find you and I collide You know You make a first impression I found I'm scared to know I'm always on your mind Cause even the best fall down sometimes Even the stars refuse to shine Yeah. I'm not 
sometimes Even the wrong words seem to rhyme Out of the doubt that fills my mind I somehow find You and I collide I somehow find You and I collide Somehow find you and I collide Listening to community-supported Acaville Radio, streaming acapella around the clock at acaville.org. Acaville, giving listeners worldwide something to sing about. And we are back here on Talk Acapella, talking with Christina Good, one of the members of the UVA No Tones, and we've basically been talking about all the unique ins and outs of a group like the No Tones, where it is, again, for the musically challenged rather than a standard kind of acapella group, probably more akin to a comedy group than actually a musical ensemble or a choir. So, Christina, you've talked a lot today about the kind of culture at UVA and how the No Tones are kind of almost the opposite of that in a really good way. And I'd love to just hear a little bit more about your perspective on, as someone who, again, is in acapella, but is in a very specific corner of acapella, just the kind of outsider's perspective on all of this, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it just, it's really interesting to see now that I've kind of somehow integrated myself into the acapella community, uh-huh. but UVA just in total is a pretty cutthroat environment just because clubs are competitive but you especially see this in acapella the acapella community and um like club sports on grounds and then a couple other big clubs but um yeah it's definitely pretty cutthroat and definitely really competitive um they all the acapella groups have auditions the same week on the lawn which is pretty much the center of our campus with a, a bunch of rooms and um you just see girls or guys walking from one laundry room to the next to the next just trying to hopefully make a second rounds to the next audition it sounds like greek life like rush almost yeah i would actually almost make it like pretty equivalent especially because we don't do well as coming as an incoming first year which a lot of the people who are auditioning are mm-hmm. you don't have your like don't have anything established you it's your first week of school. Maybe it's your second week. You don't know your dorm friends (laughs) and you're not in a sorority or fraternity. So you like haven't necessarily found your place yet. So acapella is what a lot of people go towards. And because the groups can only be to a certain size, max probably across all 20 acapella groups are probably 60 people. And that's giving, that's a gracious 60 that get accepted when there are probably hundreds that try out. So it's definitely very competitive, but I think the competitive nature of acapella at UVA has kind of established it so that everyone who's in acapella is really dedicated to it because a Mm -hmm. lot of people get 
outsourced to do like weddings or different yeah. performances. So, um, it's a huge time commitment, so it's gotta be competitive or else, um, the whole foundations of it would kind of break down. And if you weren't dedicated to it, then you couldn't like have all these great performances. And you said you guys have like groups of different cultures. You have like a Christian and a Broadway group. I'm curious, like what comprises the kind of acapella scene at UVA? So it really depends. Um, just because there is such a variety, there is again, the hierarchy of like the top groups who kind of just sing any song that's either like contemporary or, um, really well-known songs, um, and Mm -hmm. obviously sing them beautifully. And then some of the other songs, um, folk do have more of a cultural aspect. So again, with, there's like an Indian group that, um, has an acapella group and Mm -hmm. it's their way of kind of, um, what's the word I want to use? Um, expressing. Thank you. (laughs) It's their way of expressing their culture instead of via a different way than um, maybe joining another club on grounds. So there's not too many animosity between like groups that are pretty specialized um, Mm -hmm. just because there aren't a bunch of groups um, specialized in like one thing. More so the general groups, um, I would say, are more competitive against each other. And that makes sense, I think, if you're, I know, just, and this is more on regards to voice type, but there is, at my undergrad, there was a um, large tenor-based group, soprano, alto, and a mixed group, and then I made a small tenor-based group, and immediately there was this kind of competition and kind of animosity between us and the larger group, because we're in the same kind of wheelhouse, we're competing for the same members, but I'm guessing the people of um, the Indian acapella group or the Broadway group, there's not a second Indian acapella group or a second Broadway group they have to compete with, essentially. Is that right? Correct. I think learning more about UVA, uh, UVA's acapella culture over this episode. I think it's really cool, all the different manifestations that acapella has taken on your guys' campus and just hearing about Broadway, Indian, Christian, and then just, you know, standard. There's all these different flavors. And I think you guys are as important as all of those other groups because you offer, again, a really unique corner of the acapella experience. Like, like an acapella rainbow, if we want to get kind of lame for a second. But but actually, and I think, you know, thinking about my experiences at Colorado State and my undergrad at the University of Puget Sound, uh, which are great schools, but there again, were only three acapella groups at both of those when it came there, and they were all pretty much focused on the same thing. And I think there's something really great about just hearing about the UVA community and all the different, uh, you know, not just musical manifestations, but cultural and very specific versions of acapella that are being done at your guys' campus. And I think you guys should be really proud of that. And I think No Tones should be really proud to be uh, a part of that. Well, thank you. And we are definitely happy that we've gotten the chance to be part of this community. Absolutely. So that is pretty much all the time we have today. Christina, if uh, random people out in the acapella world want to get a hold of you or like the No Tones and see what you guys are all about, how could they do that? So we have a No Tones Facebook page. It's called the Virginia No Tones. Um, You can message us. There should be contact information on there. Um, If anyone wants to contact, the Virginia No Tones will be happy to respond. Awesome. Again, if you want to get a hold of me, tweet me at John Lampus. But more importantly, tweet the station at at Acaville Radio on Twitter. Christina, thank you so much for coming on today's episode. And for everything acapella, stay tuned.